Well, if it isn't Alex Keller. <laughs> well, if it ain't Mike Harding. And what do you know? It's the Filmtastic Voyage. Hey, Mike, how you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty... That's great, Mike. How dare you? <laughs> I'm kidding. How I'm doing, doing excellent, all right? Oh, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Alex? You know what, Mike? I'm doing pretty chuffed. Because I'll tell you what. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's a good word. Look it up. Read a fucking dictionary. <laughs> read a dictionary. I'm read not going to take time to read, read a dictionary. Read Webster's Owns Dictionary. God, talk about the driest reading ever. Uh, anyways, you're chuffed. Yes. Is that the same as chafed? No, it's not. It's different. Well, here's the story. <laughs> so, five years ago, little old, however oh, old man. I was, Alex Keller, piece that's of shit. When I, that's pe- almost when I met you. Yeah, piece of shit idiot. No, that's been, that was longer than that. It's like 2013, 2012, around there. Uh, piece of shit idiot Alex Keller decided it would be a good idea to play Dark Souls. And boy, howdy, did he make a lot of mistakes and ended up getting fucking stuck. He got stuck real hard at this pair of bosses called Ornstein Smo. Ornstein, oh. Ornstein and Smo, which are, a, yeah, okay. whatever. Cut forward to a week ago, Dark Souls Remastered comes out. Alex Keller is like, fuck this game. I want to make it my bitch. And guess who just beat Ornstein and Smo on his second fucking try? Hardest bosses in video games? I think not. This guy did. Fuck those dudes. Hey, audience, you better be cheering and clapping at home because Alex Keller... More like Alex Killer, am I right? Am I right? Because you fucking killed those guys. I did, and it was actually surprisingly easy. The whole game is actually kind of easy when you actually like know what you're doing. The problem that idiot, dumbass idiot, 2013 <laughs> Alex did Jeez. is like, I don't play this game like I play every every fucking RPG. I'm gonna be like a big fat heavy guy with like heavy armor. I'm just gonna like with my big sword and just crush people. Can't do that. Gotta be light. Gotta be on your toes. Gotta invest in 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 a sword that has fire on it. Well, see, that's the thing. All right. 2013, that was like Thor 2, The Dark World, Alex Keller. 2018, that's like Infinity War, Alex Keller, right? Yeah, I got all you those see the gems. growth? All right. Got all those gems. Got the mind gem. That's right. Um, a lot has changed in the last five years. It's crazy. I've also developed a sense of patience, apparently. Because <laughs> I got real impatient in that, that game the first time I played it. Now, Alex, uh, well, for everybody at home, this is the Filmtastic Voyage, yada, yada, yada. We talk about films. We talk about other things. Yeah. Right now, I think we're going to talk about something else. We talk about life. We talk about life because we're just best buds. Um, and you know what they say, some film is just a reflection of life. That's right. 2013, where were you at in life in 2013? Playing Dark Souls badly and probably being unemployed. Okay. No way. Were you in college? No, or were I was you out of college. I, 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 I was uh, stomping around LA, being a big shot, so and so. Okay. Uh, no, I wasn't unemployed. I might have been. Who can tell? I was unemployed for like three to four months out of the year for like the first three years I lived here. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that's that's my story too. Not all at once, but in stretches. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's filmmaking for you, you know. Yeah. 
That's a picture show. That's the picture business. You got to make them connections. I, 2013, I just graduated from college. And the rest of the year I spent in, I was still in San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. I went back to working at a movie theater until I could find an industry job or whatever. This was before 2014. This was before I was like, you know what? I'm going to LA guys. Right. So I was, I was in the Bay area crossing my fingers to get some sort of job. And in the, in the meantime, I was a manager at a movie theater and that wasn't a bad time. There's some movies that came out that like were Thor the Dark good. World. Like Thor the Dark World. Just kidding. Nobody likes and Thor. And Her and Grand Budapest Hotel. That was yeah. all around that time. Something I want to real quick point. Like people when when like for the more recent two the last recent two Star Wars movies have been a bit like um oh my re- God. review bombed on Rotten Tomatoes uh-huh. by the people. And the point everyone's <laughs> like, well, maybe people just didn't like it. And the point I always want to say is like, yeah, that might be true, but Thor the Dark World has like a seventy seven percent fresh rating from the audience and nobody likes Thor the Dark World so something's well amiss. I think the the standard uh, like I think at because I, I know we've talked about this but like Marvel uh, phase one was kind of like okay this is like them in their infancy and then Marvel phase two was sort of like all right, they're getting there, you know. Yeah. Like, and I think before, like, the, the Thor: The Dark World came out. I think, um, okay, so it was I think that was after Iron Man three, right, or was it right before? After. I can't remember. Those two came out. I think in the same summer, right? Uh, I think it was uh, like like May was Iron Man three, and like the November was in Thor. It was like in November. I thought it was a November movie. Uh, you look it up. We'll right have the to fuck look now. that up. Either way, speaking of Star Wars, I can imagine being a Marvel fan being like, "Man, Marvel sucks. I'm done with these movies." After oh. seeing Thor three and Iron Man, t- or I know Thor two like and Iron that. Man three. There, were, that was including me. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, like it's like, oh man, they never didn't get that Avengers money. Like, like, like they're, they're fucking it up. I'm after, done. Yeah, no. After after I saw it was like a one two punch of seeing Thor two and Iron Man three, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm over this. And then I was that way with a one-two punch of Ant-Man and uh, Age of Ultron. Like, yeah, right. I think I'm done with, like, I think Marvel's I'm kind of done with it. But with both those instances, they had two movies that came out after those that just fucking swept it. Yeah. And with Iron Man 3 and Thor 2, the next movies that come out were Captain America Winter Soldier, which is still probably one of the best of the Marvel movies, and then Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah. was just this big, fun, non-superhero sci-fi romp mm-hmm. um so thor 2 came out uh may 2nd oh wait what no 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 hold on that's not right that is you not typed, you just typed in that is thor. not right i am sorry folks at home i am very sorry thor the dark world that came out on you're right november 8th 2013 i remember where i was motherfucker okay i saw that with uh, a coworker of mine that was like kind of out of his mind that was the guy that got real drunk and told people not to go watch maleficent yeah well i i saw thor the dark world anybody who's who who doesn't know that story i forget if i've told it you've on told podcast. on the podcast before it's been told yeah it's there yeah that was the whole thing um and that was also the job where i had a manager working above me that was always trying to get me to go out with her and it was real uncomfortable that's weird it was like real, like, that hey, this is harassment. not appropriate at work. Yeah, it was, and and it's not like I was into it. I'm like, no, this is like yeah, not no. cool. No, it's not cool. Um, so 
yay, I moved to LA and then everything else was fine. Yeah. Um, so Alex, uh, what's new, man? I mean, well, there's that thing I just mentioned. Right, so you beat Dark Souls. No, I haven't beat it. I beat the... Oh, okay. I'm halfway through Dark Souls. I got stonewalled the first time I played it, but... Like, <laughs> these two bosses are, like, notoriously some of the hardest bosses in video games ever, apparently. And, like, I don't know what it was, but, like, this time I, I played it, and the only reason I died the first time was because I got a little cocky. Uh-huh. But, like, yeah, they're, like, they're, like, not that hard. I was, like, surprised. <laughs> also, because I also prepared my the fucking shit out of my character, I, like, leveled up, like, you know... <laughs> Really, really high, and I invested a lot in, in an awesome weapon. So I- what I what I'm picturing is you play more of the game, and then later down the line, <laughs> these two show up again, and then you're just like, God damn it! And then they're like twice as hard. Uh, no, thankfully not. Okay. Um, well, that's great news, Alex. Yeah, Congratulations. So I could use some advice on because I'm in a similar situation with uh, another game that I. By the way, I have a Wii U that I haven't played in like a year and a half, um, and rightfully so. I don't know, but I bought what I thought would be a good Batman game, but apparently it was by like the B Studio. What the Arkham Arkham City? Origins? Oh yeah, and uh, it's good, but it's not as good as the other ones. Well, here's the thing: I was playing it. I'm like, okay, yay, this is fun. I'm Batman, right? And then you get to this point where you had to fight Dark's, Dark Side. No, 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 Deathstroke. Yeah. Sorry. You get to this point where you had to fight <laughs> Deathstroke. It's like Dark Side shows up in the middle of fucking Batman games. That would be crazy. Just kills him. No, no, no. But you had to. F- I don't know if you played this game, but you. I played all of them. You the, get the to this point. Games. Yeah, you get to this point where you fight Deathstroke, and it's fucking impossible. I tried to kill him like 40 times and I just couldn't do it. And I just put down the game and I just. And I was like 5% into Mike, the game. You're considered that you just suck. No, it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, one of it. Okay, one thing it, it could be that I suck. Which He's is, a hard boss. He requires a lot of con, like com, uh, what do you call it? the counters, counter timing. And then also like the Wii U controller is sort of set up in a way where it's like not very great for like button mashing. I and cannot shit. play games on the Wii U controller. I recently, I've actually, I, I, I got <laughs> yeah. I always, play, I have the, the Wii U Pro controller. You can't button mash on that. It's no, like it's impossible. it's impossible. I um. I got the Wind Waker HD for the Wii U. That's a good and game. I beat, finally beat that a few weeks ago because I was like, I don't want to get all these Triforce pieces, and I'm like, I'm like bored, and like, fuck it, I'll do it, and I did, it and it took like an hour, and I beat the whole game. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably the last thing I'll play on the Wii U because I got the Wii U to play Breath of the Wild, which was a stupid idea because I also just bought a Switch. Oh. So it's like, what was the point of that? Oh yeah. Because I was like, I'll get this, but Breath of the Wild, I'm not gonna get a Switch anytime soon. And then oh. like around Christmas time, Mario came out. I'm like, I should get that Switch. It was a cheap Wii U, though. So. I need to get a Switch, man. I, It's getting to a point where I'm like, God damn it, I just need to do it. I only played the one game on it, though. So, Oh, actually, no, I have Mario Kart, which I play occasionally. Right. Uh, but so it's like it's, all my friends have it, and I, I'm missing out on all these games with all my friends. You know? Are you, though? It's not like you can play online with them. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't, because Nintendo has a really bad online architecture. I actually prefer the Nintendo online architecture because... You can't have these fucking kids yelling into their headsets all these like I've, swear words and I've stuff. I've never had that though. Even like I play like Xbox Live all the time. I've never had Dude. Never. There's there's I've had that and I don't even own uh, Well, I don't play like Call of Duty or whatever the kids play these days, but like for me the only game I ever heard people talking about was like Grand Theft Auto 5 when I played online like twice. There's always but there's always like I and I think it's like a 13 specifically it's like a 13-year-old that's always just like 
Fuck you, you fucking bitch. Why? Fuck up. Fuck you, man. Fuck you guys fucking hate me. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, dude, shut up. I remember one of my favorite pastimes when I was in high school and college is a friend of mine was the best trash talker. I don't oh, know yeah. how he did it, but he would go into games and sometimes he would just he would just you know go after people which I never really liked. But if there was someone trash talking, he would take them to task. Oh yeah. And one time we had like these little kids that was doing that, calling everyone a bitch or whatever, and he like took him down so much that so this little kid had to get his cousin to come on and be like, "Man, why are you make fun of my my look my cousin for?" And it's like, idiot, your fucking cousin was saying a bunch of shit. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. That was a That's fun night. That's great. See the they the games need more like they need more of those people. No, they don't. They can't, like I mean like it was fun and all, but like that time's gone. I the only real experience I've ever had with uh, like a lot of online gaming is like I think it was SOCOM. Oh gosh, SOCOM. And a lot of people are on headsets and stuff on that, right? So I was playing this game at my friend's house, and of course I suck at it because I didn't play any of it, right? I I made my online name Cannibal Oprah, and mm-hmm. what I would do is I would just. I would uh, I would trail behind my teammates and just make weird noises, like weird creepy noises. And then like, and then when they got far away enough from the action, I would, <laughs> I would just friendly fire them, and then I'd get kicked off, kicked off. You're the a team. piece of shit. Yeah, it was. I had fun. It was a lot of fun for me. But yeah, <laughs> you probably enjoy one of those games that they have nowadays where you play like as like a literal serial killer and you hunt down a bunch of other people. Oh my god, There's that's a lot of the games like scary. that. Scary. This is like Dead by Dawn or Dead by Daylight or something like that. Or maybe this, oh. or maybe I'm thinking of no, I think Until Dawn's the other game. There's a lot of dank games that sound the same. One of them you play as like a serial killer and you hunt many people, people down. It's also the, the Friday the Thirteenth video game they made. With the same concept. I think they're all kind of boring. Like I, I I find them terribly boring to watch. Whenever I've seen clips of them, like this looks like this is like, oh, yeah. fun, but you know whatever. Same yeah. same idea. Yeah, I don't know. I I sort of I I miss all that. You just wanted kinda... to be the predator, didn't you? That would have been, dude. How come there hasn't been? You know, okay, we're going in this. Okay, how come there hasn't been a good predator game? There should be a game because nowadays the the asymmetric multiplayer is all the rage. Where you should be able to be the predator. Yeah, and there should be like four, like you know, SOCOM dude. dudes. And you could, yeah, you could build your own like action hero for this game, and then and then one person is like randomly at picked at random to be the predator yeah. and then everybody else is like they're that's like, how like the friday the 13th game is yeah like, there's like four camp counselors and one person randomly becomes jason <laughs> except uh, unlike that game the point should be you have to kill the predator there ain't no like oh i gotta like escape it's like you have to kill the predator's going to kill you you have to kill it make some traps shoot some guns i don't know see that stab it to death this is why we need to learn unity make our own half-life mod make it just a predator game. Uh, Half Life uh, is made with a Source engine. Whatever, Counter Strike mod. Whatever it is. Whatever the thing is. Um, but yeah. So we didn't make a mini sode for this, um, but I want to talk about it because I think we ultimately oh, yeah, we, we we ultimately opted to do. A solo minisode. I think there's not much to talk about for this particular movie. No, I, I think there's should, not enough. I think in terms, I think we should kick it to the end. You know, for oh, spoiler reasons. Okay, we can kick it to the end. But we'll tell you what we're gonna say. We're gonna be talking about Deadpool two. We're gonna be talking about Deadpool two. So stay tuned for that, folks. Uh, we're gonna talk about Deadpool yeah. two. You heard it here first. Just so like you know, we don't have to like say like skip to like minute thirty if you don't want to get spoiled. We can kick it right. to the end, and that'll be the end of the episode. Yeah. So, anyways, Roseanne Barr. Oh God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyways, we'll keep moving on. 
<laughs> I I just want to get into a, a slight, not specifically about her because whatever she, uh, I mean, it was off, awful what she did and she cost her whole career basically. But I want to get into like something that I think a lot of people don't think about. And that is it sucks when someone uh, decides to go on, on Twitter or social media or, or whatever Say something racist or, or sexist or, you know, prejudice. Sometimes both. Sometimes both. Sometimes <laughs> all, right? So they say something real stupid, and then they get their show canceled. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is, dude, that's just like 200 people that lost their jobs. Yeah, I and was thinking about that. And that fucking sucks. But unfortunately, like, it's the cost. But I think our ABC is like, well, we're just going to take the rest of the cast. Maybe we'll make a show with them. They should. They, they should. They should. What they should do is they should get Christopher Plummer to just be Roseanne oh Barr. Oh my God! No explanation given. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the thing: is like with live action. If you're working in live action, like TV, if you don't get onto a show at a certain time of the year, you're kind of fucked for the rest of the year because most productions start up at a certain time and end at a certain time, and then the season because. Well, I think hopefully the nice thing about Netflix, Netflix is sort of changing the distribution model in that uh-huh. way. But like for sitcoms and stuff, it's a little different. There's no like Netflix sitcoms in the three camera. Well, method. there Are is. There? there is. There's Fuller House. Oh, There's right. The one about smoking pot, which I forget the name oh, of. Oh, wasn't that canceled? Oh, maybe for being bad, or maybe for it wasn't bad. I've only heard bad things about it. I don't, um, know. I don't watch Netflix TV shows. So they have. I know there's at least though there there was those two. I I think Fuller House is still going. Yeah, I think that has it, it's um, been it's got a good run going. But yeah, it's just man, it's a bummer. And I, the same thing with the Louis C.K. show. Like I know wasn't he, that sort of on hiatus for a while because wasn't he making movies and shit? Well, the, I, no, that was that in production. That was in production when the whole thing with him came uh, out, and then it's like I know people that. Are, are out of jobs now because of that, right? That sucks. And I'm not, you know, this is definitely not me saying that, hey, we should, like, not cancel the shows that star these people that are awful people. I'm just saying it sucks for everybody else. And and it's really on them. Yeah. You know, it's it like, like oh, boo-hoo, my career is over because I said something naughty. But, dude, you should be out there fucking apologizing to the people that like you fucked over, you know? Yeah, well they're like, not good people, so what do you expect? Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, it's but you know, and and one thing I will say is I mean it's not a surprise. Crass people are crass people and like this is not the first time Roseanne Barr has had strong opinions like that, but Anyways, sorry. That's just like, you know, news, right? So we should probably, you know, I just wanted to yeah. bring that up and talk about that it. Always worth talking but about. that's that's about it for that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. What's the sitcom? I know you're not a TV guy, Alex, but what, you know, they just announced that they're bringing back Murphy Brown. What the fuck is that even? <laughs> Murphy Brown? Are you kidding me? With Candace Bergen? No, no. I don't Are know. Any, a, I don't know the words you're saying. A man. Okay. Well, Murphy Brown is. Uh, it was a sitcom on from nineteen eighty eight to nineteen nineteen eighty eight to nineteen ninety eight, starring Candace Bergen. Wow. Why would I care? Um, and well, the news is that they're thinking about uh, you know, 
bringing that back. Great. I can't think of a single sitcom I want to see come back. Not a single one. Not even Seinfeld. Nothing. No, don't bring back Seinfeld. And that's the problem. I think I, you know, I think, um, I think projects exist within their own momentum, mm-hmm. and you get into a groove of things, and then you sh- once you end it, just yeah, I leave think it, it done. It's rare but possible to do kind of like well, just pick off where we left off, and everyone's no. gonna be happy. It's rare but possible, but usually it's just sort of like it's fine. Like I've not, I've seen an episode of Arrested Development. So I'm not an authority on this. All I'm an uh-huh. authority is what people say on Reddit and stuff. Sure. Maybe on Reddit says season four is like, it's pretty good, but like season com- four is not great. Well, I'm just saying like <laughs> in like that's like the the best that people say about it. Right. And it's like, well, it's like, well, you asked for it, so Right, yeah. Like again, like it's about momentum. That's why I don't think like sequels that are comedy sequels most specifically. Because comedy is the most dependent on momentum, I think, of, yeah. all, the, of all the arts, yeah. the uh, thematic arts. Um, if you make that 10 plus years after you made your original, you no. are in for some trouble. Yeah. And I like I, say, I don't know if there's been a good one. I can't think of a single good one. Good comedy sequels I can think of, but not a good 10 plus year Right, that's sequel. what I mean. A 10 plus comedy it's sequel. It's like you've lost all the momentum. You forgot, like, you know, without that momentum... All you can do is like watch the first movie again and be like, what was funny again? And like then you're just kind of aping the first movie. It's it's not a good place. Well, and and that's the thing is like you you're seeing you know, okay, with the with the, the material that comes first that everybody holds so dear, you're seeing these people in the prime of their career. You know, like you're either you're either seeing them in the prime of their career or like the beginning of the prime of their career. Yeah. And then if you go down 10, 12 years, you're seeing them like tired and like not as into it. And, yeah. you know, like everybody was, uh, you know, everybody was so clamoring over like, oh man, if you're going to make Ghostbusters, you got to make it the original cast. No, dude, I don't want to see that original cast yeah. as Ghostbusters. Exactly. We've talked about it before. And I think they went the, 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 the complete hard reboot aspect was a dumb idea. But like, sure, that, that was bad too. But uh, like, I mean, a bad idea. The movie was, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was enjoyable, but, but like, only that, which I, I, you know, people love Ghostbusters, so I can see why they were disappointed. Um, this kind of ties into a movie that was recently sort of sort of announced to like actually kind of get the go ahead is Bill and Ted Three. Oh God! Which is just like, who the fuck even cares? Like, They're doing that now, right? That's what I'm saying. They announced yeah. it. Like Bill and Ted, I've only seen the first one. That's a great movie. I never saw the second one. I should watch it. I the think second it, one's better. People don't say that, but I believe you. I know it's I, the second one's great. That man, the second. The Grim Reaper in the second one? Yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, okay. it was on like Amazon or something. I should watch it. Or maybe they took it off because I've been dragging my feet. Um, man, I don't think I'm going to watch my 100 movies this year, man. I think oh. I've been so behind. Every year, audience, if you don't know, my, my every year I try to watch 100 new movies I haven't seen before at the very least. and I So that means two a week, more or less. And I'm like eight movies behind where I should be at this time of the year. It's oh. sad. Um, so it's been kind of, this has been a big year for me just rewatching things I already own, which like, you know, I own like a. 500 movies so you gotta kind of give I mean, it here's the give thing, them a man. reason to live but anyways well, uh, well I yeah say what you wanted but i gotta remember that i'm still talking about bill and ted's excellent adventure three sure anyways what were you saying oh i was just gonna say i mean either way you're a movie buff you know what i mean i like i understand you have that goal to see 100 movies but like i think you'll be you'll be all right i don't you know? think i don't think i'll make it but like whatever it's nothing's coming out whatever 
<laughs> I think I have to focus on the quality of the movie. I have to watch more of the like this year. I've been watching, I'm trying to watch more of the classics that I've been missing out. Like uh, you know, so I had to keep keep doing that as opposed to watching like last year. I watched a hundred just garbage movies. So no, not really, not whole overall. But like I watched like whatever was in theaters, and then like I watched like a bunch of like the Fast and Furious movies for the first time. I and, should watch through those, which were good actually. Yeah. Um, like you know, like shitty like Tarzan, Legend of Tarzan, and oh, like pfft. like that kind of stuff. It was like whatever I could find and. So, like, it was 100 movies. It wasn't worth it. Anyways, like, Bill and Ted, though, like, it was that, like, 25 years ago that like, the last one was made. I can't. 1989. I, oh, man. That was when I was born. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, those movies are a little bit uh, socially outdated. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They're throwing the, uh, the, the, ba- the, uh, Bad F word. The, the dated F F word around quite a bit. Yeah, they probably and it's were super uncomfortable. I uh yeah, but like again, <laughs> they should just do that in the new movie. No. Yeah, they should because it would just be no. It would be funny because they'd get in so much trouble, and I'd love to see it. Oh, they would get in a lot of yeah. They would get in trouble, all right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it, uh. There's certain things about. There's certain I, things about the early 90s that just doesn't quite hold I up I just anymore. don't see, like, it could be good. There's a chance it could be good, obviously. But, like, the, its concept itself, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would you want to make a movie to a beloved kind of cult classic comedy movie 25 years later? What, like, why? I, it's just the hot thing to do now. But there's no audience. Like, the audience is, no, like, well, there 50-year-old is, people then. It, it, I mean, you know, if we're talking about Fuller House, we're talking about uh, Roseanne. But Fuller, Full House was like, and like, Roseanne were shows that were watched by people who were also kids. Like, I used to watch like Home Improvement and that kind of stuff. Like, kids were around watching those shows too. Were kids watching? I guess kids were probably watching Bill and Ted, but still, they're still like 35, 40 years old now. I mean, I honestly, well, I think the audience is an older audience. Like, I like Rose. Kids were not watching Roseanne, dude. I, I mean, I I, maybe, maybe, but like, I think it was more like. Oh hey, like I was thirty then. I'm fifty now. I'm still gonna love this. Well, I mean, like I guess, like Bill and Ted, it, the third one could work, but it has to be very tonally far removed from what they've done before. See, I don't know if it tonally, like I don't know Not if it has tonally, to be tonally removed. But like, I think it just, I think they can't rely on it to be like, like, like they they can't rely on the audience to be there. It needs, it it, it needs to be something that is just like. New and wacky. They kind of have to do like what like Toy Story three did, where it's like this movie is kind of where you are, audience. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And so like it has to be a movie about people like you know who maybe like maybe they didn't become the the rock gods they were meant to be, or maybe they did, and like it has to be a movie about like people later in life, and maybe it right. to, maybe like it will be a little uncomfortable because uh, they are going to be sad losers, or maybe they will. I don't know. Well, and also here's the thing. Also, uh, yeah. they're making this movie without George Carlin, R.I.P., which I think is a mistake. That guy was a big fucking Just part get of those Christopher movies. Christopher Plummer. Just get Christopher Plummer. My God. Uh, yeah. Well, also it's like funny because you know it's got uh, Keanu Reeves, still superstar, uh-huh. and uh, Alex, Alex Winter. Winter. Yeah. Well, Alex Winter, I mean, I think he's uh, he's mainly just done other stuff. It's right? kind of like, well, I would say it was kind of like Dumb and Dumber, the sequel they made, but at the same time, uh, what's his face, whose name I can't, Dan- Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. He's had a career. Is actually like, if you made that like 10 years ago, I would have been like, Jim Carrey and who's this guy? But like, Jeff Daniels <laughs> has, uh, you know, he's been in a lot of shit since then. He's, yeah, he's made a comeback. And, I, you know, no, honestly, like, I wouldn't call it a comeback. I would just say he's had more uh, big screen presence. Well, I think he did a lot of like theater, a lot of smaller things. 
Well, you know, honestly, like Dumb and Dumber, the first movie, I think sort of fucked Jeff Daniels for a while. Like, he's I, like a dramatic actor. Yeah, or? and that's the movie. Like he was, and then he was in that movie, and then all of a sudden, like, where's Jeff Daniels? I don't know. Where, he's like in a hundred and one Dalmatians. Who's gonna oh, watch that yeah. shit? I did. <laughs> as a kid in the theater and I was pissed off at that movie I'll tell you what it was not it was not a great movie then. well I was pissed off because I was like look at all these mo- this movie about like it's a it's a live action remake of a movie with a bunch of talking animals how fun none of the animals talk in this fucking movie what the f- I'm wasting my goddamn time yeah we're just dicking around with Jeff Daniels and whoever the actress was and, and Dr. Dr. House do- oh yeah and then uh, Glenn what- Close Glenn Close yeah she was great she oh was- yeah of course but she was chewing on the chewing the scenery in that movie, and then she dies off screen in Infinity War. Oh yeah, that's right. Actually, in quick Infinity War spoilers, everyone and their mother's seen this movie by now, so uh-huh. you've been warned. Three, two, one. I was thinking, so in the movie Thanos kills half of like Gamora's people, right? Uh-huh. So at the end of the movie, are there only a fourth of her people left? That kind of sucks. Yeah, it's like way to like yeah. go go about the bit too early, Thanos. Now, now your paradise planet's like barren and boring, right? Like, what if like all of like the people that do like cable installation and like internet upkeep are dead? What? What are they gonna do? He's, all all he's the not, craftsmen. He's not thinking that that deeply into it, you know. I'd like to think in all the galaxy. I don't know if it's the galaxy of the universe, but in all the galaxy, there's one planet because it's random has the perfect amount of awful randomness for like every technical and skilled person in the world is dead and everyone that left every like unskilled idiot is the only oh, one that survived yeah. it's like this this planet got the shaft <laughs> <laughs> well and then consider this like what if you're like a, the cable repairman right you're a cable repairman and then like all of a sudden like just by circumstance all the cable repairmen are are a part of the people and women are the people that vanish so then you're the only person on the planet earth that knows how to Repair a cable, you're gonna be shitting money. Shittin you you can charge people like shitting gold bricks, a thousand bucks an hour just to you know. Yeah. It, <laughs> but yeah, um, looking forward to that sequel. I'm I'm waiting to hear any news yeah, on that. Avengers Infinity More. Yeah. <laughs> when do you think they'll be uh, announcing? Something Probably after Ant Man, maybe in the fall. Yeah. You know when things have died down. Yeah. You know, because they don't want to take take the heat off of Ant Man <laughs> by like talking about what's going to come next. That's a uh, that's a interesting. You know, with Ant Man, I, I imagine the conversation is like, well, this will be low yield, but it'll be lower budget, so like it'll just be a fun one. Yeah, you know? like what Solo should be, right? Or like Star Wars spinoffs. I mean, like it's just like it's a fun time, like non consequential little fun movie. Here we go. We talked about it in our Solo episode, everyone. We did. Um. So yeah, so like again, I don't want to say that Bill and Ted Three can't be good or won't be good, but I don't. I I I, I bold prediction it won't be good. Well, I think the 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 I think the proper re-entry into that universe would be something where they do start off as like they've moved on, you know. Bill and Ted, they're they're what in their forties or fifties now. Maybe they have families. They just like they're just like normal dudes, or like maybe one of them's a bum, but the other one's a normal guy. You know, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, some wacky shit happens, and then they're back in the world. Mm, yeah. So. We'll see. <laughs> uh, and John Wick 3 is filming right now, speaking of Keanu Reeves. They're looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of John Wick, Deadpool 2, but we'll get to that later. Um, there should only be three John Wick movies. I hope so. 
Yeah. There should only be three of most movies, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, trilogies are neat and stuff. It depends on the story you're trying to tell. But for the most part, movies that go beyond three, generally speaking, don't quite sustain themselves. Uh, nope. Except unless, like, sometimes they do. It depends on the story. Like, again, like, Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. The third movie has got nothing to do with anything. Like, there's no, there's no like, arc to anybody going on in that thing. So it becomes, like, a weird soap opera with cars and it works because by the fifth movie it becomes like it's like fuck it we're just gonna do whatever yeah and that's why that series works like mission impossible works in multiple installments i guess it depends on the type of movie i guess mission impossible i feel is almost like a hard reboot every time they make a new mission impossible movie i don't know i think since mission impossible 3 all the mission impossibles have felt kind of the same Uh. i think mission impossible 3 is the one that kind of figured out the formula but it's like tom cruise and a team of people uh doing stuff well, like, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is like, okay, the first one came out in 96. The second one came out in 2000, mm-hmm. I think, I believe. Yeah, 2000. The third one came out in like 2006. 2006. Yeah, the first J.J. Abrams' first movie was. Yeah, the, the fourth one came out, I believe, in 2011. The fifth one came out in 2015. And then this one, I guess, is is the first one to come out in like kind of like an appropriate amount of time to be a sequel. It's also the first one that's been directed by the same director as a previous installment. Yeah, and that's I guess what I mean is like the it, it seems like every one of these movies it's sort of like, well, like they feel. I guess this is I don't know like it's it's just these movies that are are contained into their own thing, and there's there's very little like. Um. Yeah. I mean, the cast I think has become this like uh, consistent. The right? cast Since... becomes consistent. There's a couple of hooks, but for the most part, there's no like. Yeah. It's not like Fast and Furious where the, the events kind of sort of flow into each other. But like, where the fuck is Jeremy Renner? Like, he was there and then he was just gone. And then you know, I loved like I love <laughs> Jeremy Renner. He's one of my. I wouldn't call him one of my favorite actors because there's a lot of actors I like also. But like, I really enjoy it when I see him in a movie all the time. Like, Wind River was one of my favorite movies last year, and he kills in it, mm. literally and figuratively. Um, but, uh, I just thought it was so funny. Like in like 2014, it was like, he's going to be like the next Tom Cruise no. or the next Jason Bourne or whatever. Like they're, they tried, him. they could, for some reason they, they were tried. grooming him to be, to take over all these action movie series. And I don't know why they were, cause I love Jeremy Renner and he's good in action movies, but I don't know like what they were thinking. Well, if you go back, you know, if you go back a little ways, I mean, like, I think it was 2011, 2010 and 2011 that was hurt locker right which was like nine was hurt locker okay so that was 2009 and hurt locker was like this big kind of kind of i don't know if he was in movies before that probably he was he was in swat which the only reason i remember that is because during the oscars for that year all the best actor nominees had like were like from like had prestigious work previously and they all had other actors like talking about their experiences and then for jeremy renner Colin Farrell had to come in and be like, yeah, Jeremy Renner was pretty cool on SWAT, which was the one and only time the movie SWAT will ever, before and since, be mentioned in the Academy Awards. Yeah, yeah. Which amused no, me to no end. <laughs> but I think he was, uh, because of the Hurt Locker, I think that's kind of, it put him, it put him on the map for like, being a Hawkeye, you know, I, I, like, I well, feel, yeah. like, I feel like Hawkeye was something where they looked at Hurt Locker and they're like, hey, this guy is big now and like probably not expensive enough to not afford. So let's make him Hawkeye. And then from there, they're like, well, this guy's got muscles. And like, uh, you know, Matt Damon doesn't want to come back. 
So let's do a Jason Bourne yeah, movie. Yeah, I think he has some crafty agents, really. Yeah. Now, you know what's a really good Jeremy Renner performance that doesn't get talked about? American Hustle. Like, ever? Uh, close. The Town. Now, oh, I still he haven't seen He is great that. in The Town. He plays, like, uh, Ben Affleck's crazy best friend, and he's, like, really kind of scary in that movie. Oh, yeah. And, like, a kind of realistic, like... Like, there's a part where, he, like, he, like, beats the shit out of a guy, and he's like, what would you say to my friend? Because, like, Ben Affleck's like, just, like, let's beat the shit out, let's beat the shit out of this guy. Uh-huh. And then, he like, he's going to take it further. It's like, what'd you say to him, huh? And it's just, like, <laughs> it's just like he's wearing, like, a creepy mask and stuff. It's like, he's just, like, really intense. It's great. He's a great actor. I need to see those Ben Affleck-directed movies. You ever seen Argo? i never seen Argo. I never saw Gone, Baby, Gone. I that wasn't seen... directed by him. That was. I thought You're it was thinking Fincher. of Gone Girl. Oh, that's right. Gone Baby Gone, that's right. That was him. I, Sorry. And everyone says that his most recent movie just wasn't up to snuff. And I Which one was that? Oh, uh, I forget the name of like it. It was Live that gangster movie, Live by Night. Oh, okay. And I can't help but feel that was because he was pulling his attention to being Batman in a couple of bad movies that like he couldn't focus on his own directing movie. It's like it's real sad. He should never have been Batman. Well, you know, and that's the weird thing is I think in the scheme of Ben Affleck, it we're going to have his directed his directed movies and then suddenly we're just like out of that phase now yeah, like he was he, he has a very damaged career now yeah like, it was a bad move he was like everyone was like ben affleck is like coming back he's actually like a really good director and then then he became batman and like he derailed his entire like i think like if if those batman movies turned out were great it would have been a different story but he derailed his comeback career and now he's kind of back where he started there wasn't yeah i mean here's the thing there was a few things that happened right around the and also there's the affair that he had or whatever right there was the affair that he had and then i guess the subsequent divorce after that right or something i don't although i don't know if they're divorced but like there was that whole thing and then uh, you know when the weinstein thing happened like there was some chatter about him but i won't go into that i think like well like he and his brother especially his brother have been like you know their names are tossed around. Yeah, uh, probably maybe not in the same like vein as a Harvey Weinstein, but no, definitely no, 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 not no. in terms of being respected. Um, but I don't know. It's all rumors, and I want to. Sure. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't. I'm not going to say anything that hasn't been. Yeah. I uh, what was I going to say about Benjamin Affleck? Oh, actually, I I've heard that Jennifer Garner, his ex-wife. It's just the nicest person. I hear that too. I heard she's just she's just lovely. Oh yeah, no, I I forget who it was, and I, I I wouldn't be able to say their name on here anyways. But yeah, I I hear she's like really awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just looking at what he's doing now, and he's filming a movie called Triple Frontier. I don't know what that is. Mm, is that him directing it? No, well, he's acting in it. Uh, I let's mean, like, see if he he's... acted in Argo, too. Right, right. Let's see if he's directing it. No, it's J.C. Chandor, who I don't know. I feel like I've heard that name before. Um, But then... Uh... Sorry, you guys. Uh, So he's filming that. Pre-production for The Batman, but, like, it that... As far as I know, like that's either not happening or he's not in it or whatever. There's right? a lot of things. I think Matt Reeves is just kind of working on it right now. Okay. Witness prosecution. I don't know what that is. Untitled accountant sequel. All right. Uh, and then Justice League Part Two. I don't know. Which is also just announced. There's 
That I, was announced a while ago. That might not be happening, especially because they right. announced that they weren't doing a part two. Man, remember when they were going to do two Justice League movies back to put it? They did that directly in response to Marvel saying we're making two parts to Infinity War. You remember that? Yep. Man. The, it's just hubris. I am so... Listen, I am so happy that WBDC has finally just taken a, a, like a deep breath and have just like decided, you know what? <sighs> We're just going to do Wonder Woman 2. Well, they're doing Aquaman and... And Aquaman. And Shazam. Oh, yeah, I guess Shazam still... I don't think they really took a deep breath, but we'll see what they're doing for, from now on. But what I'm saying is all these fucking promises that they've, they've just been tossing around for like a billion movies, it seems like they've at least not announced anything in a while. Yeah, like so, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If they actually had, like, if they took the time to make the script good, they could have come out with a two-part Justice League movie to start their universe, and it probably would have worked pretty well. Because yeah. Justice League, they're like, they're barely characters. They're like, you know, they're icons. Yeah. They don't need... Like, you know, all they don't have all this, like, human pathos and, like, oh, yeah. weight that the Marvel characters do. They're completely different. And so you can just kind of throw them into a movie in the same way that you can just watch any episode of the Justice League TV show. And you know who these characters are? And you don't give a shit. I completely agree. But they, it, you know, it was obviously just them really trying to, like, copy. Yeah, no, it was just it was bad MCU. Which is funny because, like, okay, when it comes to the movies, Marvel's dominating. When it comes to the comics... Oh, yeah, DC. DC. And it's always it it it's kind of always been that way. I don't know, maybe a little been, bit. It depends on probably the the year, but like for the last since like the last few years, I think it's like since like the MCU started, maybe. Yeah, it's been mostly DC. I can't think of anything that people love Marvel that's come out in the last you know since the MCU started. At least like nothing like yeah. nothing like oh my god like. N- yeah, like there have been like good like stories that people are like, oh, that was pretty fun, but like nothing that people like love as far as I'm aware. The best time for Marvel Comics was the aughts, mm. the the mm. Uh, the thousands, the as pre, you will pre purchase. The pre purchase. I mean, there was House of M. There was Civil War. There was uh, some other shit. Uh, <laughs> There was old uh, Wars? old was man later? Logan might have been back then. I think oh uh, yeah maybe old man Logan might have been then. There's the Ultimates. Uh-huh. Uh oh, the Ultimate Universe. I like I actually read like a lot of like the first forty issues of Ultimate Spider Man. Okay yeah yeah um like Planet Hulk was back then. Um there was a lot of there there was a lot of stuff. There was a lot of interesting stuff. Like they did events back then, but the events actually meant something. Mm-hmm. I think since their purchase. Since Disney's purchase of Marvel Comics, you can sort of tell that like they're trying to make everything an event, and and the problem with that is once everything's an event, nothing is. Yeah, you know. Um, and then also there's kind of a tonal shift. Like I remember Marvel Comics used to get really dark, man. They used to be really adult. Like I'm like a, a, a coworker of mine is letting me borrow this Thunderbolts comic which mm-hmm. i'm reading through and that's probably from that was like civil war era yeah right um and the thing with that is like thunderbolts is about uh the government putting together a team of super villains to then a suicide squad like a suicide squad basically right but it's so fucking cynical and dark and it's like i'm not gonna say it's the best writing but I, I just want to point out the difference. Like, there's a bunch of killing and like sexual innuendo and yeah. stuff in this comic. And then 
you look at Marvel comics nowadays, and, and you can tell there's just like certain areas they they won't touch. You Isn't know? Uh, didn't they get a lot of shit for being too dark, like for like Ultimatum and that kind of stuff? When they're like, ah, oh, this is like edgy for the sake of edge. Maybe I've heard a lot of like nothing but bad things about Ultimatum. I've I never read it, mm. so I heard it's just like we're gonna kill a bunch of people, and like because like we're so dark. Ultimatum was in the Ultimates universe, yeah, and it was like I think that's when the Ultimates universe sort of became problematic the okay what happened in like the late 90s was i someone else took over marvel comics some some ceo and i think he was like someone from mattel or something i might have that wrong but i just remember that um and what he did is he did a couple things he's like hey let's sell the movie because marvel was going bankrupt bankrupt and everybody was like oh i guess marvel comics is like not going to be a thing anymore so what he did is like hey let's sell movie rights to different companies. So they sold uh, Spider-Man to Sony. They sold X-Men, I think, in Fantastic Four to, to Fox. Mm-hmm. And whatever Daredevil was, whatever Ghost Rider was. Fox, Fox. Yeah, and they made a shit ton of money off of that, right? Um, and then they also said, you know, like we have probably around like 50 years of material with, our, with Marvel Comics. Like there's a lot of people that maybe are interested in buying comics, but they just don't have any entry point because there's just so much mythos now that like, where do you start? Like there's like all this. And that's back when comics used to be like so dialogue heavy where it would be, you you remember this right in the nineties up until the nineties, it would be all these fucking boxes of dialogue being like, Oh man, this is like the time that I fought Fing Fang Foom back on planet Orion back in issue 736 blah 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 and it's like dude just to get through 22 pages it's taking me like five hours because there's so much exposition and shit right Mm -hmm. so then they then they came up with the idea of the ultimate universe which was let's do a hard reboot on all our properties so then all these people that are interested in comics now they could be like oh shit we're going into this and like it's brand new and like we can keep up with this like lore now and and the original plan as far as i know was they were going to phase out the classic universe and have the ultimate universe just be the comic line mm-hmm. but then both were so popular all of a sudden that they're like well let's just keep both and then they kept both and then it, and then so then the ultimate universe was like well like this is useless now like what are we doing like you know mm-hmm. and then it started doing weird shit like that like ultimate they were gonna try that wasn't ultimately the original plan was gonna phase out the ultimate universe i thought that's what yeah. i heard and then they yeah. didn't they kind of half and then they it. didn't yeah but then the, recently there was actually a really good event line um probably the only good one in the last five years called secret wars where that's what they did is they ended the ultimate universe. Do they just bring everyone who's still mattered into the regular universe, and that's that? Or is how that how did that work? Bring everybody what? Like they bring like Miles Morales and all the other the people that actually matter into the regular universe. And yeah. Call it a day. Yeah. Okay. Um. And basically, in the story, it was all the the multiverse was com- like Reed Richards was like combining the multiverse and it was all colliding into just one universe a fucking uh crisis on infinite earth type thing i don't think that's what exactly happens in that but whatever right one of those types of things anyways how fun how fun speaking of comic books why don't we talk about deadpool 
Yeah. Hey, everybody. Um, we both saw Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Uh, the follow-up to Deadpool, of course, from 2016. Deadpool 2. Alex, what are your thoughts? Mike, I kind of hated this movie. <laughs> I kind of hated it. I think it might be the second worst movie I saw in theaters this year. I I disliked it. I, I didn't hate it. I disliked it. Well, hate's a strong word, but here's the thing. So I liked the first Deadpool movie. I thought it was... I mean, A lot of people were like, oh my God, what a fantastic fucking great movie. And I thought it was like, well, it doesn't really like Sivert as much as it says it is. And But for the most part, it's a fun time. It's a fun action movie. It's uh, It has good jokes. It has good charisma. It has charm. I enjoyed it. I walked out of there being like, yeah, that was time well spent, you know, would mm-hmm. recommend. Uh, and this one, I walked in and I was like, I want more of that. That'll be fun. And I was just waiting for the movie to get funny and it never did. I was just sitting True. there. I was sitting there. I was like, okay, this is kind of dumb and not really funny. Maybe we'll get funny when like, you know, when the, the plot kicks in and then the plot kicked in and it wasn't funny. I'm like, well, maybe we'll get funny when like X-Force happens. <laughs> That'd be fun. And then X-Force dies immediately what a bummer which yeah. would be fun which is funny but at the same time I'm like well now just back to the same old thing that isn't funny i think the problem is this movie is just ryan reynolds one man show he's doing he has all the jokes he's doing everything and no one else is allowed to like quip with him and i think that's a big problem i was thinking about it like he's funny he's the reason these movies are successful is that ryan reynolds does a great job being deadpool yeah he's got great timing he's got all that fun stuff but when it's just him and he's he's the only one doing jokes, and it's only the Deadpool brand of humor. It's really exhausting. Yeah. Um, and again, it's really a matter of like, do you like the Deadpool humor, or do you not? Because if you like the Deadpool humor, of course you're gonna like the movie. And I guess I just don't. So okay, most of what you're saying, I most if not all of what you're saying, I agree with you. Like I give the movie a passing grade just because I don't. It wasn't so like I wasn't offended walking out. I wasn't offended. I was sort of like, I I wasn't offended. I was just sort of like half an hour in, like, well, I guess it's not good. I wish I can go home. Yeah, it it fell short of my expectations. Like, I I definitely, the joke thing, I definitely get. Like, I feel like the jokes, most, mostly all the jokes didn't land. And that that is a problem when you're having a comedy, you know, if you're having a rated R uh, gore comedy, whatever, there's two things you need, which I think this movie was lacking. One of them, one of the things was it wasn't violent. And and here's the thing. The first movie had a lot of violence, you know, uh, and I know that's like a weird thing to point out, but it's like what I was expecting going into this movie was sort of like ultra violence and really like kind of raunchy comedy. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I thought the brand was going to be. And I felt like for the most part, I didn't get either of those things. Yeah. Um, the, there was, there was something to be said about like the things that worked. I think Deadpool himself worked. Like you said, like, yeah, I think that character is like a solid character that like, you know, even though, like, I didn't really get why he cared about the kid, I don't think that was a very Deadpool-y thing. To, I think the plot in general do. is a mess and doesn't really make sense if you think about it at all. He's he's sort of arguing with Cable about no, you got to give me a chance to talk to this kid. It's like, dude, this doesn't. Uh, why I don't I don't like, know why, I don't yeah, get why, why. 
you know, and then and then also like the whole future plot thing. It was like a very looper kind of thing where it's like, oh, this kid grows up to be bad. Gotta come back and kill him. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, like, whatever. Deadpool loves breaking the fourth wall. It would be kind of nice if he broke the fourth wall and be like, time job doesn't make any fucking sense anyways, continuing on. But he didn't. Right. The plot doesn't make any sense because like going with the kid. So his plot is his girlfriend gets fridged hard. Um, she's taken out of the movie and in, in kind of a bullshit move because I liked her character a lot in the first one, and like I like their yeah their te- te- their chemistry and without her it's just like oh man yeah. um so that kind of sucks and then like the whole plot is Deadpool wants to be able to die and in order to be able to die he has to like befriend a kid but like that's not how that works like he in order to like visit his ghost girlfriend he has to like. <laughs> learn the meaning of family but that doesn't make any fucking sense it, it doesn't it doesn't quite go anywhere yeah because uh, if correct me if i'm wrong so he i don't know if he has a dream or something or no no he tries to kill himself that's right and then he has a little kind of like he goes to like quote unquote heaven or whatever thing yeah where he uh he talks to her and she's like oh you gotta do this before we can be together so then he he's trying to find out what to do which is very kind of like i don't know i don't know about that you guys I don't. I don't know about that movie. I don't know pre- about that it's plot. Pretty weak. Um. So then, um, he he tries joining the X Men, but then for some odd reason they st- they want to play up the joke again that the movie can't afford to have the X Men in it. But like to the audience, it's sort of like that joke was very last movie when we knew that this movie w- had trouble getting greenlit and stuff. This movie. It w- you know, the the first movie was a smash hit, so everybody knows that this movie is going to have a higher budget, and therefore, like, you can't play that joke out again. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they do, and it's it doesn't work. And then I mean, they, the X Men do show up in a little in a fun one of the the funny the few the, uh, that is a funny bit. That was okay. That was a funny little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like the whole with the whole movie also is that it's like what it's kind of humor. So like, again, as I was saying. The, the the movie's all Deadpool one man show, which is kind of grating, but it's also annoying because everyone, no one else has a, a chance to shine humor wise. Everyone's jokes in the movie are just like Deadpool says something and the other person says something in response. Uh-huh. No one ever is like another funny character. Maybe T J Miller sometimes, but like everyone else, like Cable, Domino, etc. No one has. I, I feel like no one is really like their own funny character. It's all Deadpool and friends, and that kind of a, that was kind of a bummer. And then a lot of the humor, when it comes to like the meta jokes and references, those jokes I can't, I don't like. They're only funny once. This movie I can never, like, even though even if like the first Deadpool, I don't know if I could ever watch that again. I haven't. I've only seen it the one time. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure because I've forgotten a lot of the jokes, so it'd probably be funny. But like this one, Deadpool two, I mean, like, I didn't like it, but like, it's like, oh man, you're so dark. You must be from the DC universe, and that's funny. But that's it. Like, how, I, can, yeah. I can't. Like, I'm never gonna. If I watch the movie again, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh boy, that joke was just so killer." Can't wait. And like, that's like half the movie. Yeah, yeah. And to your point about like budget and sequels, this movie didn't really feel like a sequel in terms of the bigger, the biggerness, because the 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 fir- the final battle in the first movie was on top of a big like broken aircraft carrier or something, <laughs> and it's a bunch of explosions. This uh, one, there's punching a bunch of orderlies in a park. Right. Yeah. It's like weird. Well, and that's the thing is is. I think this movie had the potential to be... I think this movie was sort of advertised as being 
like the like a bigger better movie i guess right yeah. i i i i i don't know if that's just the impression i had but when you see the trailer when you see the x when you see x force when you see like cables coming back from the future you feel like the scope of this movie is going to be bigger than the last movie mm-hmm. like they're going to be doing more with with the universe there but they just kind of didn't and like 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 uh I think some of the better parts of the movie, honestly, I think Josh Brolin as cable, that's probably the best cable you're gonna get. Oh yeah, he was great. You know, and then like, uh Zazzy beats as Domino. Like, Dom- like Domino was fantastic, yeah. You know, great. that's the best domino you're gonna get. And and she was great, you know. Um I mean I don't know enough about Domino to like know what the best domino even is, but I mean Domino in the comics is just like a throwaway character. Like I hate to say it. Although her comic book line right now is actually really good mm. i picked it up and it's it's great right okay. now um that and uh venom comics are, are really good right now surprisingly planet oh venom oh did you see that uh woody harrelson's indeed going to be in venom yeah and venom 2 he should just be so Wait, they're making a second one already so what i assume he, i didn't really go into the article uh. so i assume he's going to play the carnage human character in the first one and he's not going to become carnage till the second one are they gonna do a little stinger where Dude. it's like, oh, I'm Carnage now, gonna make a planet of symbiotes? Whatever. I, you know, the first one has to be good before they can make a. Second Watch out one. for my goo venom. <laughs> gonna get you. Goo. We're in San Francisco instead of New York because that because for movies that would be better, I suppose. <laughs> Mix it up, venom. Uh, <laughs> symbiote. Anyways, uh. So, I mean, okay, what am I even trying to say here? So, okay, they have the big reveal. They got the big bad guy, the big reveal, right? And 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 you're supposed to be pumped. And then it's just Juggernaut again. Yeah, I was like, oh, like, cool, eh. Juggernaut. A, how come you're not Vinnie Jones? And B, like, I'm sure a lot of people were really hard in this movie. But Juggernaut looks really bad. Yeah. Yeah, like he looks like a really fake human because he is, right? Yeah. Um, and by the way, he was voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and I think mocap too. Oh, I think the the that's such a budget constraint. You know, I don't think they they gave him enough money to make you know to like it's a passable effect. Uh huh. I don't like you know, but uh, it's just like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's. Probably the best juggernaut you got in a movie so far, though. Both in terms well, of well, that's not in, saying in terms much. of look and acting. It's not saying much. Um, the juggernaut, he's they could have gotten some stunt casting though. I'm not sure why they had to get Ryan Reynolds to voice him. The juggernaut, it, there's there's more complexity to the juggernaut than just some big dude that runs through walls. Like there's a whole thing that well, he does kind of go into it, doesn't he? Like, oh, my brother is Professor X and stuff. Yeah. But that's why I think Juggernaut it needs to be an X-Men villain, but not in the sense that X-Men 3 did it, where he's just some bum on a fucking transport. But anyways, I, I don't know. I mean, this movie, I, I think it wasn't a complete failure. I think there's an audience for it. I don't, no, no. It's like the thing about the movie is a, it's a well-made movie. All the pieces are there. It's like it's fine. It works. Yeah. But I kind of just didn't like it at all. I just had I, th- I had no fun watching it. I just wanted to leave after half an hour because it was just not getting there. 
I think it did not do well, though. If it I did good, correctly. but it didn't do as well as the first Deadpool, which makes it less, you know, at least in terms of its opening weekend. Yeah. Because so, the first Deadpool, I think, made like five or ten million dollars more. Oh, wow. Or something like that, maybe. I don't know. Well, either way, it didn't. It didn't hit the same height. Well, right now it's at uh, five hundred million. Okay. So it looks like Here, the first Deadpool made uh, domestically three hundred and what was that? The the first sixty three. The first Deadpool made three hundred sixty three million, but it made seven hundred eighty three million worldwide. So it'll probably hit around the same number. It'll probably hit around the same number. I wouldn't call it a failure, certainly. No, 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 no. And and that's the thing. There's plenty of people that enjoyed this. Yeah, but I think it was tracking um, to do better than the first one. So it's disappointing in another way. I guess it's just been a disappointing couple of weeks, box office wise. Yeah, it's it's not like. Here's the thing, dude. Is like, it's not. Knowing the subject material, it's it do, it doesn't surprise me. Like I think Deadpool doesn't have a very wide net when it comes. Like I was surprised when the first movie did so well because Deadpool I don't think has a very wide net. I think it was just a, it was a, it was freshness. It was like this is the kind of movie yeah. never happened before. And it's also yeah, it's like the kind of movie where you don't feel like you'd you would have ever seen this. Like you know, yeah. and, and um, and I mean honestly, it doesn't help that Infinity War is just fucking like doing crazy good i mean this is this season of movies belongs to infinity war like it it, there's no look at this worldwide it's almost at two billion yeah i'll cross there for sure what's that yeah it's gonna cross two billion it's crazy like you know what the key the big success is like not only is it huge success in america it's a fucking smash in china i bet and you know the rest of the world which like you know like the next closest movie around two billion is The Force Awakens. Uh-huh. China doesn't give a fuck about Star Wars, <laughs> which is why, like, that's kind of impressive that that movie would be able to get to two billion without China. But with China, oh, forget about it. It's it's yeah. never stopping. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's it's insane how, and that's the thing. I mean, we've been waiting for this movie for uh, the better part of like six years, right? So it it was almost like masterfully calculated how successful this movie is yeah and it also helps that it's still probably the best movie i've seen all summer so oh yeah same yeah yeah i think out of the movies i've seen this year my favorites so far which isn't saying much because you know we're only halfway through the year but less than half but like infinity war isle of dogs black panther annihilation yeah same um same movies you know but in yeah um i mean like infinity war is the Best big time big blockbuster movie I've seen, uh, non Star Wars, not counting Star Wars in a long time. Because like uh, the metric I use is like, do I want to see this movie? I went to go see it twice, which like I haven't done because I'm a I'm a crusty old adult now and I can't do that. Also because <laughs> like I usually see movies twice because I'd see it in a friend hadn't seen it and see it with them. But, right. Like, yeah. Now everyone I know sees movies anyways. Um, I saw it twice just on my own volition, which like that's like the first time I've done that since like Mad Max, not counting a Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, and I know we, we've gone into Infinity War at length, but good for them. Good for them. Yeah, they did it. Uh, I just hope, like, if they like, can you the pressure for Infinity War two though? Um, I don't even know. So yeah, so Deadpool two. Uh, what else? I feel like there's like one or two other points I wanted to make about it. Uh, Deadpool I think 2 I, I, you know one of the things for me is I really wish we had a little bit more time with X-Force like I get that yeah. the joke was that they die immediately and stuff but you know you, you gotta like 
I don't know. You gotta let you gotta let that cook a little bit longer. You well, know, it's like like you got Terry Crews and you don't let him do anything. Like I was just like, oh, come on, like let someone be funny and let someone be a fun character. Right. Domino is fun, but she again only responds to Deadpool. And I thought the way they died was very uncreative. Like, I don't know. I I didn't get why they went in a plane. I don't get why they hang glided off a plane. I don't get why they couldn't steer their hang glider. It was a windy day, they said. It's just, uh, you know, I I don't know. To some people, I'm sure it was funny. For me, it's like I would have loved, like, Shatterstar I thought was hilarious. The the one line he had where he's like, oh, I'm from Planet Mojo. And it's like, dude, this is such a fucking deep cut nerdy thing. But it was it was funny. Um, Brad Pitt, one second cameo. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and then I honestly, you um, know, and also uh, King of Cameos, Matt Damon was in the movie. Oh, right. Yeah. He played talking uh, to Alan Tudyk. Right? Yeah. Played one of them. Them Hicks. Yeah. It's like, yeah. God damn, like, fucking, he is the, I, I have now, I'm crowning Matt Damon king of cameos. Yeah. No, he enjoys it. Because <laughs> that's like four, if you, even if you count Inter- Interstellar, that's like four or five movies where he's just like, hey, look, it's fucking Matt Damon. Isn't that funny? Right. Yeah. And it but was. Off the top of my head, I mean. And it was funny when he showed up in Interstellar. I remember they, they zip back the, the, whatever he's in and it shows Matt Damon asleep. I'm like, ha. Mad Damon. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Um, so, you know, we got a, we got a few more minutes here. I, I want to ask you something. Are you going to ask me something? Because Fox, no matter what, Fox Entertainment is is switching hands, right? Uh-huh. Whether it goes to Disney or not, or, what, or it goes to Comcast. Disney or Comcast. God forbid. Really. Um, what do you think the future of their superhero properties are going to be? Because I feel like it's on the outs. Like, I feel like they're... Like Deadpool two, I can't imagine there's gonna be a Deadpool three. They're not. It's not in the pipeline. I think X Force is in the pipe now. Yeah. I, I don't know what. How. So then, how are they gonna do that? But it, I guess uh, Deadpool does time travel at the very end of the movie in the Stinger. Right. Yeah. So Which just, was one of the best parts of the movie. It I actually think. was. Yeah. The part where he goes to X Men Origins was pretty funny. That was a really good moment. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. like that was like a that was like a yeah. I wish like the yeah you know kind of right. to me. Um. But uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think Deadpool 3, I think they're kind of spinning it off into other Deadpool-y things. So, but that's the question I have is they're making these plans to make these movies, but don't they, like, isn't there something where it's like, hey, like... They might. They might not be. What's going to happen when we fucking don't have this anymore? You might as well just keep making stuff and then, you know... Yeah. It's like why, why, like you know, the deal's not going to go through for a long time. Why would, why just sit in your hands and wait? Why don't you just keep rolling along? And if you know Disney or Comcast or whoever is in charge decides that the last minute, like fuck it, plug pulled, we don't want to make these no more. Well, right. well, you got yeah. paid developing this movie. I mean, the funny thing is, is since Deadpool breaks the fourth wall so much, it really isn't like a, uh, it, it really like. You know, best case scenario or whatever, Disney gets these properties. It, it it wouldn't be a far cry to be like, oh, Deadpool's winking and nodding at us. Like, oh, I was in Fox Universe. Now I'm in the Disney Universe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, like Bob Iger said that like if Deadpool was made, it's like well, there's a place for Deadpool movies in, in, in the Disney catalog. Why not? Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens. I think they just announced that in July they're going to vote. On, oh, uh, fi- fucking finally. They're going to vote on the, God. On the, the, the deal. 
I was worried. I well, not worried. I was just very curious about that. I'm like, dude, we heard about this like six months ago. Why haven't we heard anything? Well, it's just like, yeah, you know. Um, I mean, Comcast, uh, Viacom is Viacom on Comcast, right? Isn't that how that works? Or is Viacom Comcast its own entity? I don't know because doesn't Comcast own Paramount? Uh, when it comes to most of that stuff, I I honestly don't know. Um. Because they've not been doing so hot, but they've been oh, making yeah. pretty good movies, though. Right. Isn't it that they've been making good movies? Like Annihilation, wasn't that one of theirs? Yeah, they had to dump it to Netflix for overseas, though. Yeah. They made, I think, wasn't Mother one of theirs? I think they've been making a lot of weird, low-rent, low, low kind of obscure movies. Not obscure, but, you know, weird movies. And then uh, yeah, this has been kind of bombing. Yeah. Well, anyways, I forget. It doesn't really matter, I suppose. <laughs> Either way, like, you know, people want the, all the Disney, the Marvel mo- mu- movies back with Disney. That's fine. I think Disney because Disney has more of a hands-off approach when it comes to their side studios, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think it's just... I, th- I mean, I preferred. think at the very least, maybe Disney should purchase... Like, it, let's say Comcast does buy Fox. I think somewhere in there, Disney should take an opportunity to, to buy off... The stuff that they have missing, right? I don't know if that's how For, business works, though. Well, I me mean, neither. But I mean, like, uh, it would be nice if it was like, hey, let's buy the Marvel stuff from. Yeah, or the Star Wars stuff, too. And the Star Wars distribution stuff, right? That would be nice. Um, finally released, like, 4K cuts of the original box set. They're like, you know, get finally, you can release. If you really want to bring some fans back, get them original cuts on 4K Blu ray. Dude, and, you would make a killing off of that. I mean, I guess I'd watch them. I kind of like, I like like eighty percent of the special editions better though. Well, here's the thing: whether you watch them or not, you'd buy it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I so. just wish, like I said, like um, ultimate like pipe dream, they'd make like an ultimate cut, which is just like all the non-intrusive stuff for the special editions, all the the visual fixes and a couple of the nice effects they added, and they'd just get rid of like the bad song from Return of the Jedi <laughs> and like Ruby Day. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah, I remember like that. some of the more uh, like uh, obvious effects, maybe updated. I don't even know. One change, musical change, though, you cannot get rid of the final song in Return of the Jedi. The original song is awful. It's awful. Oh, well, okay. So here's the thing, man. Who's in charge of making the final cut? Exactly, that's the problem. And if it's not George Lucas, then there's going to be all these people out there that are like, "Well, hold on." Well, it wouldn't be the final cut. It'd be like a like a fan cut or something. They'd have to make like some sort of like thing. I don't know. Like I, I, I keep saying they should do like a Blade Runner thing where they have the original cut, spe- 77, 97 special edition, Blu-ray special edition, like not the like not the final cut, but like you know some sort of like signifier. If it's not the if it's not entitled the final cut though, I imagine it's not it's not gonna have the same kind of like attraction. Like what they could do is just get like some of like get the fans like because like you know Lucasfilm brings on the fans a lot like the guys that made a bunch of droids now make actual droids and those kind of people. Mm. There's like a bunch of people online like who have made like really comprehensive like special editions of their own like this one guy it's not despe- the, the, not the despecialized edition it's like revisited or something like that which is like a really in-depth really impressive recut of the first movie and recut same cut yeah. but like with added effects with like it does a bunch of like stupid nerd shit that I really like where like it fixes like technical errors and like screen direction errors. And, right. Like, there's like the part in that movie where the, the guy gets his arm cut off by Obi-Wan Kenobi in the cantina and like they add like smoke and they like they cauterize his wound so it's not bloody anymore. Oh, like, what? It's like that kind of fun shit. 
I like the blood though. I like I like I appreciate the 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 obtuse detail. That's the only movie where you get the blood. You get and blood I'm like, seven. Do you? Oh, With yeah. the lightsaber? Oh no. Oh no. That, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like that that first Star Wars movie is the only one of those where it's like, oh shit, dude, like this gets this this gets gross, man. You know, like there's the blood on the ground. Anyways, it's always I've always found it weird preference. in that first movie where like he cuts off those guy that guy's arm and then they kind of just like they're just like they vanish. Like there's oh, yeah. like he cuts the cuts that guy's arm off and then like they just kind of carry on. Like that guy's not like my fucking arm or like nothing. They like they like I don't know what happens to him. That's the thing, man. You know, dregs and vagabonds, right? Yeah, they, they got their code. They had the death sentence in twelve systems. <laughs> And then they were on uh, Jeddah for a yeah, hot second. Yeah, on Rogue One. And that's a bad piece of fan service. Speaking of fan service, um, I of, liked it. I that's, don't know. It, that was it. Like it's fine. But then they they cut back to those guys like three times in that movie. Oh, do they really? They like they're like walking along, and it's like he's like, "Hey, watch it." It's like nothing to see here, and they like cut back to him like again, and then react and cut back to him. They like the camera just like looks at them for so long. It's super annoying. Oh. I don't like it. Huh. Like I would have preferred it if they were just on like a prison transport with Jin or something really small. It's like, hey, look at those guys. That's fun. Like that's it. That's the kind <laughs> of stuff I don't like it when they when they when the when the movie the filmmaking language is like, look at this fan service, isn't it great? Well, that's the thing, you know. Don't jerk me off. Right? Yeah, don't jerk me off. I don't like getting jerked <laughs> off by my movies. Sometimes it's nice to get jerked off by my movies, and we'll talk about that. We kind of talked about it in Solo, but for the most part, it's usually like I'm not here to be jerked off. I'm here to watch Star Wars. That's right. Or even or Deadpool or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So Deadpool two, I'd say if you like the first Deadpool a lot, you'll like this one. If you didn't like the first Deadpool, you know you won't like this one at all. If you like the first Deadpool like me, you might not like this one at all. It's um, the die harder of yeah of, uh, the Deadpool series. Yeah, it's more of the same. Yeah, possibly in a worse way. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of anything the movie does better than the first one, so you might as well just stick with the first one. Yeah. Like, it adds new characters and stuff, and the new characters are great, but like I say, they, they don't really feel like they stand on their own. They're not, like, hardy characters. They're just Deadpool's pals. Right. And that bummed me out. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, you know, like, you got the other Colossus and stuff, who, I don't know why he keeps showing up. <laughs> he feels a little tacked on. Like, I'm fine with him being I like there. Him. I like him. I like Colossus um... as a character. I like uh, the other the other two that the gag where Deadpool keeps saying hello and goodbye to that one uh, that one Japanese character was really funny. I think that was a really oh, funny yeah. gag. Yeah. Um, and I like how he had sort of a crush on Colossus. That was fun. yeah. That's like that's carried over though. Yeah. So that's always fun. Like them interacting is kind of fun, but I'm not really sure why Colossus. Colossus kind of shows up and is like, "I'm here. I'm your pal." It's like, okay, what? Yeah. Also, Deadpool like kind of killed everyone in his own apartment building. I assume. He blew up that building. He blew, up, right. he blew up that room. Yeah. So I assume he killed a lot of people. A lot yeah. of kids, probably. Speaking of kids, saving kids. Piece of garbage. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like, don't think about it too hard. The movie certainly doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, like, man. yeah. I want to stress one last time. Not a bad movie. Per Not se. a bad movie. Not, Not a bad, bad movie. movie. Like, it's got all of its ducks in a row. I just didn't like it at all. Yeah. I, I don't need to see it again. So. so, yeah, and I probably, I guess if they made Deadpool 3, I'd probably skip it. I think I just can't. I think I'm just not into it. Depends on what it offers. That's yeah, what I well, say. that's the always thing. I probably would see it because I'm always like, well, maybe this time will be different. Right. 
and then it might be it might be better, it might be not. And that's always the trick. I'm I'm terrible at just being like, fuck fuck this series. I'm done. I can I've like even the DC comic movies like Justice League was fun. And it was like yeah, I guess that was worth whatever I paid for that. You know, I was entertained. <laughs> also, another movie I don't need to see it again. See again. Yeah, no, same. Yeah. I don't know. I like giving movies a chance, I suppose. Yeah. And if you want to give us a chance, why don't you reach us at filmtestedvoyage.com or filmtestedvoyage at gmail.com or filmtestedvoyage on Facebook, or you can find us on Letterboxd under uh, whatever Mike's name is. Mike. Mr. Kerosene. And I am Batman Crothers, all, all one word. Yeah, keep up with the Filmtastic Voyage. Uh, you know, listen, everybody. We're a part of a bigger let me. Uh, we're a part of a bigger podcast network, the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. There are plenty of movie-related podcasts on this podcast network, as as well as other things you can check out. So be sure to check out all the Let Me Listen podcasts. Go to SoundCloud or iTunes. We're on both. Leave some comments. Leave some reviews. Hey, give us some stars. Yeah. We, we give you plenty of stars, all right? We're talking about stars all night. Yeah, we're talking about rating movies with stars. Everyone's got stars. <laughs> um, until next time, everybody, listen, good night, and... Shut up. And... No. And Good night and goodbye. 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 <laughs>